op-eds and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Welcome to Monday. Hope you're all doing well. Well, as well as you can for a Monday, I guess. Oh, we're we're doing all right here, Gage. With his Sunday game and maybe a Monday game. I'm not sure about the Monday game. i got to find out if uh, if the babies are back at my friend's house because we need to get flu shots taken care of and all that. But that's neither here nor there. I'm hoping to have a good session Monday. This today. But we will see. It's kind of early. Didn't think I'd be making a, an episode today or at least later or something like that. I usually make these like first thing in the morning. You know, it's or one of the one of the first things in the morning, I should say. I like to do it before breakfast because I have nasal sinus problems and post nasal drip, and if I do anything like eat, you know, any milk products like cereal or something, I just have a hard time talking because of the back drain. So, gee, more information you want to know about me, huh? <laughs> Okay, well, today I want to dive a little deeper into role-playing, so we will talk about that right after this. Okay, so I want to talk, get a little deeper into role-playing and acting. Now, you know, don't let that scare, you newbies don't let that scare you off. I talked about acting, I mean, I'm, I'm an actor, a community actor, so I talk about that quite a bit. Because it is does it helps my it helps your role playing it helps my role playing, but I wanted to talk about motivation for a minute or for at least ten minutes. I wanted to talk about mo- that's one of the cliches of actors. Is what's my motivation? Well, let me explain where that comes from. Stanislavski, an actor, prepares the method acting is big on motivation. What motivates your character? Actually, you know, that should be standard for for any acting or any kind of performance where you're portraying someone else. Like role-playing. Its motivation is basically what drives your character? What drives the character you're playing? Not only as a player, but as a GM. And the GM has to keep track of a lot of that. Because that's going to affect everything they do. If... If they've got a motivation to get food, that's all. That's what they're going to be thinking about, and it's always going to move toward that. Now, it doesn't have to be so overt. I mean, it can be subtle, too, but we'll get to that in a minute. Now, let me flash back to 1980-something and the release of the Ghostbusters role-playing game. This is the first time in a role-playing game that I've seen something like motivation. In fact, I think it's a stat. Motivation, and they're simple motivations. You know, sex, science, knowledge, things like that. But I feel that that should be on every character sheet for every game you play. Because motivation is what what runs the role-playing, baby, you know? And... It, because that's how you get conflict, because we've got one character with one motivation, another character with another motivation. If their motivations coincide, fine. That's why you have an adventuring group, more or less. Or there's got to be something to hold your group together, some kind of common motivation, no matter how tenuous. 
you know, things like the Dirty Dozen and Suicide Squad, they had motivation of not being, getting out of jail, basically. And so the motivation is what drives your character. But like I said, it doesn't have to be overt. It can be subtle because there's a lot of, there's, once you get into the subtleties of this, it gets a little harder for the game master or even for the player because there are characters who think that highly intelligent characters you can play who think in circles and circles like they may have a base motivation but you don't know it until you find out and you may never find out or you may find out right down down the road or right away you never know but i'm thinking of like my becky likes to watch the blacklist and reddington on there always has a motivation he's out for himself I mean, no matter what he does, no matter how criminal or altruistic or good it is, it always has an advantage to him because that's what his motivation is. Self-preservation, self-thriving, to thrive. And that's a a good motivation. So that's the kind of of way you've got to think. If you have a barkeep who owns a bar in a fa- or a tavern in a fantasy world and all he wants to do is make money yeah everything's going to be towards that he hires adventurers to go find uh a uh, rum that's been stolen from him because that's money even his, even down to his his loved ones his daughter gets kidnapped and they want ten thousand dollars ransom he's going to go get some adventures to get him back because he don't want to play pay that ransom he will if he very if he has to but he ain't going to do it unless he is motivated to do it. So you have a plot right there. Now, motivation, I'm not saying you have to take this to the nth extreme. You know, I've, I have much respect for the method, the method and Stanislavski and all that. But at the same time, I don't strictly follow that. There are so, you know, you can get deep into it like making, like, like players who make five-page backstories for their characters. They're trying to find the motivation. That that's part of it. That's part of like the Stanislavski type method. Think about it. Think about your. You should think about your character's background, but you don't get ridiculous about it. Find a simple motivation and find out how you want to convey that motivation as a character. Whether you're playing one character as a player, or multiple characters as a game master. That's the whole thing. So motivation, yeah, it's important. That's something to think about. And once characters get in conflict with one another, conflicted, conflicted motivations, that is a powerful, powerful tool, dramatic tool. Things may work out, things may not work out. You never know. But And like I said, if you have characters whose motivations run similarly, they might end up as an adventuring group or something like that. And in some cases, it, it's kind of easy if you have something like Blades in the Dark, where you have all these low lives, who have all these other, all these motivations to do stuff because they're trying to score. Now, somebody else may have a motivation of like revenge or something like that, but most of them are like they're trying to make a score, they're trying to get ahead. Maybe some of them are trying to get out of the life. Who knows? You know, same thing with gangbusters. Maybe there's a hood that wants to get out of it. That's harder than you think. It's a lot harder than you think. And that would be his motivation. So, you know, there's 
there's that. So go ahead, think about your motivation, but don't think too hard about it. I mean, all this fifth edition stuff where they have all these things like they give you, you find out your background, where you make your character, and you roll on this table and that table to find out who your friends are, who your family is, da 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 That's all well and good. I don't need that. I always say after three sessions, I know my character. See, I just got to find a simple motivation at first. But that's what it's for. It's for people who are not... It's it's geared for the newbie. I got to say, it's geared for the newbie. Somebody who's never role-played before, and this is how you kind of get them going. This is how you show, okay, this is... You're playing a character. You're not an actor, but you're playing a character. And this is your piece. It's like having a piece of Monopoly. This is your piece. This is your character. Only he's a lot more fleshed out, and we will give you bonuses if you do this, all this other stuff. Which, when I'm playing 5e with my friends, I skip that whole thing. Unless I can get like a Benny out of it or something. I don't know. I'll look at it. But I'm not I'm not compelled to do that because I've been playing so long. I, you know, I know how to do a background on a character. I know how to motivate my character. Uh, I'm <laughs> sounds kind of egotistical, but hey, there it is. So go ahead and take that bit of wisdom. I'm going to go start my day. So if you want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thank you again, Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Mark C. Walring, Gilbert Soros, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, who is my GM tonight, Daniel Reynolds, and Dan Gregg for supporting me. I appreciate that. Mark C. Walring's podcast is Yawning Albert right here on Anchor, and Dan Gregg's is the Jung, oops, sorry, Jung Grognard, Y-U-N-G Grognard podcast. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.